Prepare yourself for love. How likely do you think it truly is to find someone to love and care for you exactly the way you deserve to be when you haven't conquered that same love for yourself yet? Of course, some people will love us even through our chaos, but prepare yourself for love. Work on bettering yourself spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. So when that person does come along, you both can sit and enjoy the comfort and warmth you both provide for each other. Not one person giving their warmth just to freeze in exchange. That was the quote for today. Welcome back to self-care and chill with Maui. I mean, who else would you want to self-care with? Honestly, truly. I mean, what else, what other podcast do you truly look forward to besides this one? When I tell you the honest truth that your ass be needing to hear, okay? So, another day of tuning in and tapping in with you guys. I'm happy. I'm in a good mood. It is once again snowing here in Philly. I'm about tired of it. Um, this is like the third freaking week in a row of the snow. I think that everybody over here on the East Coast is probably tired of this shit. Um, I did an interview this morning with iHeartRadio. You guys can listen. I'm going to post the station on my stories. You guys can tune into that Sunday night to hear me talk about um, some different relationship things. I think that was really cool. Um, thank you to everybody that has been tuning into the podcast. Make sure you leaving me reviews on Apple. I sit there and I read all of y'all reviews. I love the stuff that y'all say. I love that freaking everybody enjoyed the Valentine's Day episode. I love that y'all want the goddamn episodes to be longer, but I'm a mom. Sheesh. How long y'all want me to be on here talking to y'all asses and get on Instagram talking to y'all and talk to y'all on TikTok? Do y'all want me to sleep or not? Anyways. The topic today that I wanted to touch on, and I wanted to tell a couple of stories, because I really enjoyed telling this story last week. A lot of people said they really enjoyed that episode because they were new followers and they were just getting to know me. So I think that was really dope um, to share some experiences that I've been through. Um, one of the main things I want to talk about today in today's episode is why does he keep hurting me? I see that a lot. I hear this question a lot. I feel like people ask me this, he wants to hurt me so bad, or he got, he moved in with this girl because he wanted to hurt me, or listen, nobody's thinking about you, he, nobody is doing nothing to hurt you, and that is the disconnect right there, the fact that you are consistently not considered, that's your problem, this person is not waking up in the morning saying, what the fuck can I do to hurt the woman that would do anything for me that I love so much, no, the problem is they're doing whatever the hell they want to do, and it hurts, and it hurts you. It just so happens to hurt you. You're not being considered. They're not thinking about you at all. That's the reality of it. That's why it hurts. They're not thinking about you. They're not thinking about the kids. They're not thinking about the marriage. They don't give a fuck. And it shit hurts because you love and care about them so much. So I want you to know, unless it's something where as though you cheated on them and this person wanted to get you back so you can feel the pain that they felt, it's just some people that are moving very selfish. And you're really just caught in the crossfire of a person not knowing themselves, not knowing what makes themselves happy, being controlled by their lust and their desires and they cheating and they habits or whatever shit that they battling inside. Because, you know, we are all vibrating at a frequency that we're, we're just all doing our best. Everybody's operating with whatever tools they, they got to the best of their abilities. Some of us are vibrating higher, some lower. Some people are trying to be accountable and get their shit together. Other people think ain't nothing wrong with them and you can't tell them shit. 
okay? So I want you to really, really think about that when you think that your partner is really just truly trying to hurt you by what they're doing. No, they're really doing what makes them happy. And it just so happens that you're still here, that you don't go nowhere. Um, and I understand it's easier said than done to get up and leave and to walk away the time invested. Some of us were fin are financially dependent on our partners. We can't even freaking move out right now. We don't have nowhere to go. We don't have no family. We got kids. We don't have a job right now. I know so many things to consider. But don't take anything personal. I feel like I said this on the last episode. This shit not about you. They didn't cheat on you because you gained weight. They did what they wanted to do. It wasn't about you. It wasn't about your personality. It wasn't because you dyed your hair red. People are doing what they want to do. So do what makes you happy. Take care of your heart, your soul, and your spirit. Before you keep hanging around people that's just breaking you into a million tiny pieces and it's hurtful. That you're pouring so much of yourself into people that don't consider you and your feelings and your emotions. After every, I know it feels like after everything I've done. No. And at the end of the day, in a sense... Some of, the tra some of the traits that they have, although we are hurt, a lot of the times they have qualities that we wish we had. We wish we could be that selfish. I wish I could wake up in the morning and say, fuck it, I'm a, I don't want to be a family no more. I wish I had the same thing. And the fucked up part about it is, you done gave this person a million and one goddamn chances. So for them to wake up and decide one day that you ain't enough, really, <laughs> now ain't that some shit. When you've been the one settling this whole goddamn time, dust settles. I don't. Okay? So keep that in your mind the next time that you with somebody that feel, that makes you feel like you asking for too much. You never satisfied. You never happy. Dust settles. Okay? Shit that's at the bottom settles. Stuff that sinks. That's at the bottom of a goddamn ocean. That's lost forever. Either people are going to rise and meet you or they can stay where the hell they at. We've been down there. We know it ain't shit down there. You go on down on the ocean with your goddamn submarines. You're looking for buried treasure that people have been looking for for years. They never find shit down there. It might be some treasure somewhere. I don't have that kind of time. Okay? And neither should jazz. And that's dead. That's how I feel this morning. Well, it's afternoon at 12.55. To those of you who say, well, Maui, why won't he just leave me alone if he's going to keep doing the same thing? Because you keep letting him. Why do I got to talk to y'all like this and get smart? Where's the disconnect? Like this is the disconnect right here. Because you keep letting him. Keisha up the street ain't letting him do this shit. That's why he's not going back to her. He's going back to you because you love him. You would do anything for him. You would think about making a family work. You would think about y'all being together. You would think that he's changed. It's not that he won't leave you alone. You keep allowing him to come back. You keep opening the door. He's not crawling through your window. And half of the time, even though you know he's a liar, he's a cheater, he's a manipulator, and all these different things that you call him and tell your friends about in your family, when he does the pretend to care or he calls you a million times, you feel loved. So regardless of what kind of piece of shit you feel like he is, when he's acting like he's changed and he's different and he's calling your phone and you blocked his number and he's trying to talk to you through Cash App, you feel special because now he's finally going out his way for me. He's finally doing what I beg him to do all the time. Okay? And then you take him back 
And you know, you know how this shit go for two weeks. Two weeks, we in heaven for two weeks. Two weeks, it seems like everything is perfect. He's really changed. He's really different now, okay? Um, And then they go back to exactly who they are because people can't change for you. They can only change for themselves. Like I've said, a person will have no desire to change if they are not afraid to lose you. You don't go anywhere. I want you guys to really focus on the disconnects here. Because, yeah, sure, these people are the problem. But we also have to take some type of accountability for the people that we continuously allow in our space, continuously allow to treat us like revolving doors, keep coming in and out of our lives whenever they please, all because we want some company. We want companionship. We want a family, whatever it is. No. Where are we going to put our boundaries and say, fuck this, fuck you, fuck this, fuck no. Fuck, 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 fuck. I know I said I wasn't going to curse today, but (sighs) I did. I'm sorry. God forgive me. Um, where are we going to put our boundaries? Really, really focusing on that. So when you say, why don't he just leave me alone while he's going to do the same thing? Because you entertain him. You text him back. You answer the phone. You be on FaceTime looking happy to talk to him. You invite him over. You give him vagina again. It was no consequence. He walked out of your life and walked back in just as easy. Like, that's why. Because there's nothing hard about being here. He's not being challenged. He's not being pushed to be something better. You're not requiring shit from him. Being with you is easy. Okay? That's that. Another thing that's tying into all this before I read the question for today that you guys email, I see somebody email one, we're going to read that one. Why did he lie instead of just telling the truth? I want you to, not, I don't want to blame y'all for everything. I really, truly don't. (laughs) This is not about to be a bash bash session of me blaming y'all for a lot of shit. When he does tell the truth and say, I'm not happy or that's not working, you know what you do? You say, that's your problem now. You're always running from your problems. You don't know how to communicate. He's communicating. You just don't like the answer. He said that he doesn't want to be here. And what do you say? See, you always running. You don't know how to work through anything. He's not happy. You don't even know how, you don't even know what make you happy. You just taking your anger out on me because you don't like your job. Now, now you're dismissing my feelings. If I tell you the truth, you're try- you don't let me live in my truth. And then other times I don't tell you the truth because I don't want to hurt your feelings. Can you imagine looking in, looking the person that you love in the eyes and saying, I'm sleeping with another woman? The lie is easier. We, Regardless of what kind of battles we fight in with lust and cheating and going through things inside, whatever the fuck we going through at this place. It's not easy to sit in the face of the person that you love and say something that you know will break their heart. So when we say that, why, why don't this person just tell the truth? Let's stop. Let's stop the shit. Because even us as women, we done did sneaky shit. We done lied. And that shit going to the grave with us. We can't even stomach thinking about get, saying what we did. Unless we saying it to a person that we know have hurt, has hurt us so much that we don't even give a fuck about their feelings. You've turned me into this monster. Don't even, I don't even feel bad for your ass. Suffer. Suffer. That's the only person we'll tell the truth to. A person that we feel like has hurt us a lot. Other than that, everything else going to the grave. We're going to die with this information. Get, bury my phone with me. Shit. 
Take them, take them. Put my phone right in my casket. Don't know. I ain't giving nobody my password. That's that. Not even my sister. My sister, my best friend too, y'all. But think about that when it comes to why is he lying? People want to have their cake and eat it too. You peep shit and you got to move accordingly. I feel like another thing with me going to therapy, the best thing that I've learned how to do is just be direct and ask direct questions. I am no longer in the business of assuming. Like I told you guys to read the four agreements and the agreements were not to take anything personal. Do your best. Be impeccable with your word. And not assume. I'm not assuming shit. I'm asking direct questions now. If I feel like it's a little gray area, something that's making me feel skeptical, I'm not comfortable with it. I'm just going to ask my man. 2021, I'm not walking around this bitch stumping my feet, slamming cabinets. I'm telling people why, why, why my feelings hurt and why I'm mad. If I want to know what you're doing in your phone, I'm asking you. All of this little gray area that, that we've done is too time consuming. We literally could create the lives that we want. We literally could get all the results that we are in search for. We just got to tweak a couple things about ourselves. That's all. So that's a part of like the whole telling the truth thing. And be honest with yourself, please. Not focusing on the history, not focusing on the kids and how long y'all be, been together or the fact that y'all had a beautiful wedding and you are embarrassed that it didn't work out. Fuck all of that. Fuck everybody and what they think. Are you happy? Are you really, really happy inside? Does this, does being around this person make you better? Does it make, make you happy? Can you make yourself happy? Does this person add to my happiness? Am I happier alone? And then when I come into their space, I'm sad. I'm wishing I would have stayed in the house or not even came around them. We cannot keep holding on to history to old memories, to old things that used to make us happy when we are not getting it in this present moment. Yeah, sure, weather the storm, y'all having a bad day, a bad couple months, real couples get through things, but not when we're in a relationship with a person that's continuously jeopardizing us being happy. If we're in a storm together, we're, we're both actively working getting out of the storm. It's not going to work if this motherfucker keep coming back with rain. Like, what are you doing? We're trying to clean up a mess, and you just keep messing it up. That Those are the habits of somebody that don't want to be here, that doesn't want to be happy with me. And if this shit break my heart into a million tiny piece, pieces, I have to accept things for what they are and allow things to flow naturally. And even if it hurts me and it makes me sad because this is not the ending that I want, this does not look like my fairy tale, I would rather this shit break my heart right now than me live a lie. For me to invest any more time into something that will never please me. Okay? Stop being so afraid of change or afraid of being alone or afraid that... Come on. Be honest. Even if being honest hurt, go meditate on the rug. After, after you finish listening to this, go meditate somewhere. Go sit your ass down for about 10 minutes. Don't touch your phone. Don't put a timer on if the kids running around, I don't know. Them damn kids don't never sit down. Just try to get you some peace and quiet and really think and relax and focus on all things that make you happy when you are your happiest. And do you get a visual of this person? When we're thinking of calmness, peace, pleasure, relaxing, 
is a is a visual of this person popping up in a, in our mind, or are we thinking about being on a beach somewhere alone? Okay. The question for today is, hi Maui. I hope I got the correct email. Okay, you do. I just finished listening to your podcast. A topic I would like for you to do is how to not lose yourself in a relationship. I love my partner and our relationship is very healthy, but I do find myself more consumed in our relationship than in the one with me. Thank you. I think this is a really good question. I feel like we've done this before, but we're going to, you know, you know how we do. We don't mind. We don't mind because we always need a refresher course. Pass me a refreshment. Okay. So we can do a refresher course. Um, Remaining an individual, I think that is super important in your relationship and for you maintaining a healthy relationship and remembering that you are you, you are yours before you are anybody else's. I am mine. Okay. I belong to me first. Um, continuously doing the things that make you happy, that bring you joy, that bring you peace. Um, as well as you can still make your partner happy and not neglect those things. I can still wake up and do things for my partner, do things for my son, do things around the house and still consistently show up to make myself happy. I used to feel like I had to choose one. Like it had to just be one or the other. Like I told you guys in the last episode about uh, me being in a relationship and just getting lost in my job at work and school and all these different places. And I didn't know who I was. Um, I had gotten another relationship right after that I talked about. And I feel like that person just verbally abused me so much and everything that I was, everything I did was wrong that I spent majority of my time trying to please them and make them happy. Not like the question that was just asked because she has a healthy relationship, but in, in the unhealthy one I was in, because I know some of us are in an unhealthy one and now I'm in a healthy one and I've done the same thing. So I want to do the compare and contrast. And the unhealthy one, I was just so focused on not making them upset or doing something wrong that majority of my time was just focused on pleasing them. Not going out with my friends, not doing shit, not really even talking on the phone so they, that they would have the, a reason to ask who you're on the phone with or any of those things. I really just focused on making them happy. Another journey around the sun for Maui, losing herself in a goddamn fucking relationship, trying to please everybody else. Um... I realized that I had this thing where as though I used to always say like making other people happy made me happy. And it was so important that I asked other people what makes you happy without being attached to somebody. If I asked you what made you happy, you couldn't say your family or your kids or your son or somebody else. And I, and I wanted to know what made you happy if you was the only person in this world right now. If everybody in the world was going and it was just you, what would you do? Would you lay on the couch and watch some TV? Would you write in your journal? Would you color? Would you go running, um, finding your place of peace and your happiness and keeping it? Um, I got so lost in making that, self ha- that person happy and nothing I did was ever right. And they were super unappreciative, ungrateful. And then, you know, the typical, I'm, I don't want to be with your ass no more. I'm leaving you and now they, everything that you could have hoped they'd be. Why the fuck do I got threatened to leave your goddamn ass just for you to turn to who I need you to be? This is disgusting. It's toxic and I don't like it. <laughs> now in a relationship that I'm in now that is super healthy I'm also at a way different place in my life too where I have a business to cater to I got a son that's doing virtual school I got a podcast now 
you know, I got orders to ship all goddamn day. Thank God. I'm appreciative and I'm grateful for that. So I'm in such a different place in my life, whereas though I'm so busy that it will be hard for me to lose myself. But one thing I will say is that the break that we took made me develop new habits that are super healthy for me in being an individual. And it's not health, it's not habits that I lost because I just didn't have them. So like I said, I've been reading way more and meditating, working out, walking on the treadmill, those kind of things. If you feel like you are a person that gets lost in relationships easy and it's because you have too much free time, okay, we're just going to find some new things we like to do. We're going to start exploring shit because I know that idle time is the reason why a lot of people minds wander. They worried about what they partner doing. They call them all goddamn day, text them all day, literally sitting in the house waiting for the moment that their partner walks through the door. Really have no life. Most of the shit that you do don't even make you happy. You're just doing it to kill time until you're back around your partner. That is so unhealthy. So I feel like finding the things that make you happy that you really enjoy, spending time with your family, going out with your friends, going to the mall, working out, going for walks, um, making sure you are filling up your own cup. Okay? Not sitting around waiting for somebody else to do it for you. Consistently making sure that my cup is already full so when my partner shows up, it's overflowing. And that they are able to enjoy me with me because I consistently show up to make myself happy first. Everything that they give me is extra. It is a bonus. I'm not revolving my life around them making me happy. I'm not revolving my life around us going to the supermarket together, the movies together, freaking walking the dogs together, freaking fixing the car together, going to the nail salon together. Those are the situations, like I tell you guys, when people get out of them, they feel like, they lost themselves completely in a relationship. They don't even know who they are anymore. They've done everything with their partner. Um, that's something that I love my man going, waking up in the morning time, going to the gym. Going to go get his smoothie, then going to go work out again later on in the afternoon, running his errands. And I see him later on in the day. I have something to talk about with him. And during the day, I'm working, I'm doing virtual school with my son, I'm reading books, I'm working out, and then I see you when you get here. Really rarely, we rarely talking to each other throughout that day, too. From the morning to the time he get home, it's probably one or two text messages, but we're not busting it up on the phone throughout this day. Yeah. So I'm not really doing no check-ins. It's like, oh, you made it? Okay, cool. Have a great day. I really just want you to get home so that I could talk about your day. Like, I'm not trying to really know. Before, I would call, and we would call each other a lot and be on the phone a lot throughout the day. We don't do it anymore. And I'm respecting him as an individual. I'm allowing him to do, I'm not going to say I'm allowing him, but I'm not getting mad about him doing things that make him happy. I know that's another thing you got to focus on, too, is do you trust your partner? Um, do you trust them? And if you don't, be honest with yourself, too. Is that why when they go do things that make them happy, you call them all day or you feel like you got to be consistently included? It's okay to feel a little insecure. It's okay to feel like you don't know if you trust them or not. Be honest, because if you're honest, then we know what we need to work on. A lot of people be too embarrassed to say, yes, I'm a little insecure. Or, yes, this makes me uncomfortable. How are we going to work and grow if we're continuously lying to ourselves? I don't want to talk to no liar, Okay. We got to be honest so that we can know what the freaking problem is and we could get a solution for it. That's it. He told you he was going to go hang out with the guys. You've been calling his phone from the moment that he got in the goddamn car and he don't, he don't even want to be there no more. He wish he didn't go. 
And he would have rather stayed in the house with you just so you could be quiet. That's not allowing somebody to be their individual space is good and it's healthy and it's needed. Okay. Nobody wants to feel like they are in a relationship with a parole officer or their mama. Okay. Hopefully I answered that question. Good. Um, before I go, a couple other things. We talked about this on Instagram, but in case nobody tuned into the live that day, I want to talk about it here. Um, some things that me and my therapist talked about. We were talking about um, me feeling appreciated. Um, things that make me feel loved and valued. I, don't, I hope you guys had a good Valentine's Day. Y'all know I don't celebrate holidays, but hopefully if you spent it with somebody that you loved, you felt good and you enjoyed your day. If you spent it by yourself, I hope that you wasn't lonely and you was enjoying your own company and you wasn't even tripping about a child, okay? <laughs> Either way, my honey did something. So he did something sweet for me and it made me feel really appreciated. And I did something nice and sentimental for him. I don't really feel like I got the reaction that I wanted, but I wasn't tripping either. So me and my therapist talked about it and we talked about making sure that you are loving your partner in the way that they want to be loved. And even though I know his love language, when it comes to sentimental things, I'm not really the best at that. I'm more like a gift giver. Like if it's something like really sentimental, I don't, I'm not really good at that, but I'm learning and I'm open-minded about it, okay? And don't judge me. Sometimes I just go on Pinterest and look at the other shit that people did and copy off them, okay? <laughs> so um, he said, have you thought about asking your partner what, what, um, what makes them feel thought of and appreciated? I'm like, yeah, he's going to say my food. Like, I know that his answer is going to be my food. He loves when I cook for him. He loves being catered to and stuff like that in that way. And he was like, okay, so to ask him and tell him that you cannot include food. I'm like, okay, I'll ask him. And then he asked me, do you, do, do you feel like your partner knows you? I'm like, I feel like they know me, but how the, how the fuck I'm going to know if he know me? I don't know what's in his mind. John, that's my therapist's name. Come on. He said, well, ask him. I said, I could just ask him, do you know me? He said, yes. Okay. So some of us who are in relationships and you feel like your partner doesn't, um, do things in your love language or make you feel loved or appreciated. They could possibly be doing it in theirs. My sentimental gift that I gave to him, I would have loved if somebody did it for me. I gave him some shit that I would have wanted. Um, how do you not like this? It's wonderful to me. Okay. Um, so three things that he told me to add, um, ask my partner was what do I love? What do I value? And and um, how do I feel loved? How, how do you make me feel loved? Okay. So what do I love? What do I value? And how do you make me feel loved? And just hear the answer. Also pay attention to when you asking your partner questions like that. If they ever ask you the same thing in return. If you're asking deep questions about your relationship. It's good to see if your partner is asking you the same thing in return. So that they can learn more about you also. So that they can also work and grow and make it a healthier relationship. You don't want to make, you don't want to feel like you're putting all this effort into something being healthy. And this person don't give a fuck which way the wind is blowing when it comes to this. Um, but if you listen to what they say when it comes to what, what do you do that makes me happy? And you're looking at them like, what? None of those things make me happy. And it's complete opposite from what makes you happy about them. Then you know they're not loving you the way that you need to be loved because they don't know how. They don't know you well enough. And it's okay. It doesn't mean that they don't love you because they don't know you and stuff like that. 
you can teach them. But now we know why this person is buying you daffodils every week when you freaking hate daffodils. They thought you liked flowers. They didn't know it was a specific flower to buy. They thought you were just going to appreciate anything. So now we have something to work with. Um, and it's okay if you don't know your partner. Asking them these questions too. This, you are going to be dating this person forever. We all have so many different layers to us. We're like an onion. Without the stench, girl. Okay, because I use Vagisil pH body wash. Ain't no stench. So we all like onions. Some got a stench, some don't. Speak for yourself, child. And we are pulling back all these different layers and layers and layers and layers and layers and layers. There's still things about yourself you are learning. Still things about you that you are healing and discovering. And it's things about your partner the same way. So while you are on this journey of dating this person and getting to know them and getting to know these different layers and pulling back all these different things, it is okay if you feel like, well, I didn't know that or I didn't. Don't, don't beat yourself up about, about it or feel like you knew everything about them. It is okay. What is important is that we are learning. We're trying to be in something that is a bit more healthier. We're having conversations that need to be had. Um, we're not taking anything personal or getting mad or something like that or offended because everybody are, are everybody is entitled to how they feel. And we chilling. A never-ending journey of evolving. Okay? So if you got a partner, I think those are some great questions to ask. Even if you dating, I feel like it's a good question to ask the person, what, what are some things that you value? I feel like that's a, that's a cool dating question, whereas they'll want to scare somebody away. Like, what do you value? What's important to you? If somebody says, like, you know, my family, like my career and stuff, it really gets you to see, okay, those are important to me too. We got something in common when it comes to that. My dog, I love my dog. Whatever their answer is, seeing where the connection begins and where it ends. Okay, he values going to the bar on the weekends and hanging out with his homeboys, and I'm a homebody. I don't know how this going to go, but okay. But now we have something to work with and, you know, focus on. So I enjoyed talking to y'all today. Hopefully y'all learned something. Hopefully I answered a question that you need to ask. Feel free to email me at MauiTheWriter at gmail.com and send your question in for the podcast. I love when y'all send y'all questions and don't make the damn email long and lengthy about how y'all met 10 years ago and he had two babies on you. Child, make it nice, sweet, and brief. Okay? I need the 500 characters or less. Anybody got time for your ass because you're long-winded. That's your problem now. You'd be talking too much. Okay? I hope y'all have a wonderful day. I know you guys are going to be so happy that I dropped a podcast episode. If you are listening on Apple, make sure you leave me a review. Like I've said a hundred times up on here, I am in Apple's top relationship podcast and is, and we know why. Okay. You can listen in and tell why I'm in the top. We know what's going on over here. And to everybody else that's late to the podcast wave of, that's going on over here. I think it's about time to catch up. Enjoy your day, y'all.